I'm Asan, and unfortunately, we are back in the room. Whilst we were recording the uh, the Spurs review, as you probably heard on the Spurs review, um, some news has broken, and the news is as follows: Manchester City have been charged with numerous breaches of uh, the Premier League's. Uh, internal financial fair play rules over the last decade and a half. The charges go all the way back to 2009-2010 season and then span all the way forward to the 2017-18 season with City charged with breaking rules in every season between 2009-2010 and 2017-2018, which is pretty impressive, I have to say, for, from, a, from a, a rampaging rule-breaking point of view, to manage to break loads of the fuckers every year over a decade is, well, yeah, well, it goes very impressive. It goes through to this season as well, actually. So, the fifth, the fifth point in the statement is point five, and so it says from season twenty eighteen nineteen all the way through to the present season twenty two twenty three, we haven't assisted the Premier League with their investigations and have failed to cooperate in good faith. So that's takes it all the way from two thousand and nine to the present day. Impressive stuff, I have to say. City have, uh, have broken a lot of records uh, in the last five years and, and that's surely got to be a new record for uh, rules broken by a single Premier League club over a period of time. Yeah, I think it's safe to say this is uh, unprecedented. Unprecedented Manchester City, I like it. Um, look, so I'm going to give my... I'm going to give my... so. The, for the listeners, first things first, this is really not a deep dive. Um, all of the charges are connected to rule to the rule book for that particular season. And for the moment, we can only get our hands on the rule book for this season. So there is not really a lot of correlation in terms of looking at, well, City of Broken Rule C18 from the 2012-13 season, we can't find that rule to tell you exactly what the rule is that we are meant to have broken. Um, However, reading Martin Ziegler's piece, and he's the one who first broke this news, uh, he does seem to state that this all began with the Der Spiegel leaks, and this is all based on information that was put in the public domain domain by Rui Pinto, um, the football leaks Bella, nice one, mate, wherever you are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, my my initial take on this is that I am pretty disgusted. I'm pretty disappointed by the whole thing. Um, I think that having traversed UEFA, uh, landing at CAS, navigating that and winning, um, to then not be able to enter into any kind of diplomatic conversations with the Premier League over this is very disappointing. If you can't enter into diplomatic conversations with the Premier League 
because you've done all the stuff that they're saying that you've done and now you don't want to tell them well it's a little bit like telling the cops that you don't want them to search your house there's not a lot you can do they make the rules it's their world you just live in it so it was different with uefa because uefa ultimately they run the champions league and in the end i remember when we talked about being kicked out of the champions league we all kind of sat around and went well asked we're city fans yeah we're not in the Champions League, we're not in the Champions League. This, to me, feels different because it's the Premier League and it feels a little bit like somebody somewhere should have done more to ensure that we don't land here. And now that we've landed here, irrespective of whether we go to court and win or lose or whatever happens next, in my very humble opinion, Farron Soriano is going to have to go because he's been running this football club for a decade now, and that's a decade's worth of charges that we've been landed with by the Premier League. And, yeah, I mean, it's just not something that I feel... Um, it's not something that I feel that you can... You, you can't you can't do what you did with UEFA, with yeah. Cass, in my opinion. Just, you can't just... No. Go on, Howard. No, we, what you were about to say with Cass is we took... Uh, an aggressive approach of non-cooperation and got away with it. That's fair yeah. to say. If we were doing the same here, that was that was still very very risky with huge consequences. If we've got it wrong, and the consequences for this an early stage look far far bigger than being knocked out of uh, Europe for a couple of seasons or having a transfer ban potentially. This is all speculation. But I agree with you. If buts and maybes, it's speculate. We're speculating. We're not saying we're definitely guilty. But for your for your investigation, it's now been referred to a commission. There's something there, and there's people at this club that will have to answer to tarnishing the club's reputation. You know, it's tarnished now anyway, isn't it? Let's be honest. And those listening may care or may not give a damn what opposition fans think or what the independence chief football writer thinks. But at the end of the day. This, you know, it's clear we've definitely flown too close to the sun over the past 10 days with money and, and for very little gain, probably because we didn't need to really test the rules. And I'm sure we're not the only club, but that's not really of much help to us right now to, to think that, oh, everyone's up to it. It's not really an excuse. Our reputation's tarnished now, whatever happens, uh, if titles or whatever are taken away, and that's real extreme. Uh, <laughs> That would have to be us guilty of widespread, you know, corruption, and this is going to drag on for a long time. But whether they're stripped or not, whether we get points uh, deduction or a fine or whatever, in the eyes of many, we are guilty now, and that that ultimately people at the club have to take responsibility for that. Lloyd, yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, you know. The name of the club now is, is is being dragged through the mud in a way that I think is going to be much harder to throw it off than um, it was post Cass. Look, I mean, ultimately, City will, as they've said, they will robustly, I think is the quote, defend this, and you know they'll take it to the highest jurisdiction possible. But I think when it's a the the the, the two problems here are a the one you highlighted, Sam, which is when it's on your own patch. Um, versus with UEFA, I think that's a lot more problematic. And I think the second problem is, you know, a big reason why we got off at CAS was due to the limitation period, which doesn't exist. 
under this investigation, the Premier League doesn't have the same statute of limitations that UEFA's rules did. So we were able to effectively, um, and this was partly, I think, down to UEFA's um, own mismanagement at the time and getting things sorted. Um, a lot of things ended up basically being struck out on procedural irregularities because they were essentially time barred. And that's not something we're going to be able to rely on here. And that's a that's a strong that's a strong reason why we ended up winning at Cass. So we aren't our lawyers aren't able to kind of point to the same limitation rules here if that's what it comes down to. Um, no, I mean I, I I understand I do understand that, and also I I, I want to make something really clear, right? Um, that fuck your rules, whether it's the Premier League or it's the or it's the or it's your UEFA. Uh, in in all seriousness, fuck those rules because we're talking about the the rules that were brought in to limit owner investment after City were purchased, after Roman Abramovich purchased Chelsea. These rules were brought in specifically to ensure that the historic Champions League clubs remained Champions League clubs and remained having access to that Champions League prize money so i find myself in a weird spot where i'm furious with soriano more than anybody else i'm absolutely furious with baron soriano um because he's the boss he's the guy literally sat in manchester whose job it is to run the football club properly and all the way through his watch, we've had to deal with these types of accusations. Doesn't mean that I agree with the charges or I agree with the rules or I agree with the idea that somehow you can take an owner investing in his own football club and spin it in such a fashion that it ends up looking like we've broken a million different laws, do you know what I mean, that is going to get people sent down for decades when that clearly ain't the case. Um, but I'm just really torn on this because as much as I don't agree with the rules, I also think the club's got to be run better than this. Mm. I mean... Yeah. And look, the, the, so the accounts have all been audited and they will have been done by you know private auditors, but this comes down to the Premier League's rules and whether we're complying with those. So, and I think, you know, there is an element of, they make the rules, right? So <laughs> whether you like the rules or not, the rules, the rules. Um, but yeah, should we, should we, should we go through what's actually, what city have actually essentially yeah. been charged with? Well, just before you do, yeah. What, what FFP was set up for, and we all have the same opinion on that is irrelevant right now. So city are trying to bypass those rules, then they're bang to rights. And again, if, and they will defend them, obviously, but it's not an excuse. Thinking no, FFP's crap is not an excuse to not follow FFP. Uh, no, I, whatever, I and it's player remuneration and money being paid into accounts, you know, since different accounts and paying people off the books or whatever these things are. And we'll go into more detail in the coming days. Proper, you know, this is just a re an initial response. It's not an excuse, not you know. Because what well, you said, Asan, it's the consequences of this. It's not hyperbole. The consequences of this are unprecedented, unparalleled. It could, you know, anything, a, a small points reduction, fine, we'll get over that. I'm not saying we're going to be relegated. I'm not even sure they're going to be 
retrospective with the punishment. I, my hunch yeah. is they won't be retrospective with the punishment. Oh, I yeah, don't think we'll be stripped of anything. But you I can't agree. say definitely now. Yeah, well, again, we don't even know I how long this is going to drag on, how serious, what the Premier League are looking for. It goes to a commission who I assume are independent anyway. So it's not to do with the Premier League now. And the Premier League probably didn't want this because they're all about brand and image. So that tells me four years and then this, there's something, there's a lot there. And you just look, you know, Lloyd's about to tell us what the charges are. That's a hell of a lot. That could be relegation. And then all our play, all our plays. An hour ago, I was worried about, my biggest worry was whether an inverted fullback was working and whether <laughs> Amy Laporte might want to leave in the summer. Well, this could lead to everyone leaving, including Phil Foden. So it is that serious. Don't, you know, let's not pretend that it isn't. But of course, there's a lot to come out and a lot of wrangling that might take a very, very long time before we actually see the resolution of this. Yeah. Uh, but as Lloyd is about to say, the charges are long and our reputation is trashed. It's as simple as that. So people at the club do have to take responsibility. Oh, sorry, Lloyd. Yeah, just wanted to say that first. So. No, no, that's all good. Hey, son, do you want to say something before I try and give a rough summary on what we've been charged with? I mean, I, I'll, I'll speak afterwards because I've got a theory about what's going on and how this eventually plays out. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm keen for you to uh, for you to lay bare the extent to which mm. our reputation uh, has been fucking muddied I by uh, by these charges. I just do wonder how how long people have known about this at the club as well that it was coming. Oh, they'll have known it's coming. Yeah, if there's a funk about the place. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. We're talking about uh, morale and confidence in players, but if they knew this was coming, that could have been a contributory factor as well. So, go on, Lloyd, anyway. Okay, so, essentially, we've been charged with five main things. So, it's bullet-pointed one to five on the Premier League's website. So, the first one is basically, essentially, that we've been overstating kind of sponsorship income in terms of money paid to the owners instead of like so-called sponsors. Um, so essentially that we're cooking the books. Um, and so that deals with certain things mainly to do with like associated party transactions, which is obviously something that came up at CAS and whether those are kind of judged to be, I think the, the test is fair. And, um, I think, uh, where is it here? It's, uh, yeah, a fair market value assessment, um, and so complying with those rules. The second is to do with payments made to players and managers. So the manager one looks primarily to do with Mancini and his time at the club, and uh, essentially how it looks like, this is according to Martin Ziegler, we essentially doubled Mancini's pay by paying via a kind of Abu Dhabi third party, Um and then there's also some charges in relation to players. Um, so some of those are specifically to do with approaches about young players. So if you remember, that was something that came up, which City um, got a slap on the wrist for a few years ago. Uh, but there's one of the rules um, that we haven't complied with, which is I think T20 in the Premier League's handbook, which is to do with submitting correct information to do with under 17 players and the length of their contracts and when they are or aren't signed on. And also T12, which is 
to do with image rights and uh, City need to comply with the regulations around image right contracts. So basically um, confirming what has or hasn't been paid for, say, you know, I'm pure example, but De Bruyne um, for kind of image rights deals that he has. The third charge is just dodging FFP. So obviously that's UEFA's um, licensing and financial fair play regulations. Um, and then the fourth is to do with the Premier League's rules on profitability and sustainability. Um, so again, that's that that's the um, the third party kind of transactions, associated party transactions that we referred to before. I can go through those in a bit more detail, but it's you know pretty. Uh, it's like very, very legally. Um, kind of accountancy stuff and then the fifth charge is the one that brings us the one that captures from 2018 all the way through to the present day which we referred to at the top which is that City haven't cooperated with the Premier League's investigations and provided the requisite documentation accounting details and information so those are the five main tranches of what we've essentially been charged with Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.